When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, how about we make some lemonade? Ooh, I like lemonade. Sell it on the street. Uh, I've never done that. No, I've heard little kids around the state of Minnesota getting uh, tickets from police officers because they don't have a license to sell lemonade on the street. So that is one of the dumbest laws. <laughs> I think we have that law here in Wisconsin, too. Yep. But I is. think here in Wisconsin, I don't think cops really enforce it. Oh, I've, I've heard mixes around the state of Minnesota on it. And yeah, I feel like. Come on, man. Let the kids uh, let the kids have their fun. Like for 25 cents a cup and they sell, what, 10 cups? Yep. So they make like two bucks. I've, really? seen, I've seen the kids. They don't even make a profit. No. It's because they're not charging tax, sales tax. That's why. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so lemonade, it's kind of the theme of this episode. And as it were, at the end of this episode, stay, stay till the very end of this episode, because I bought the unofficial Simpsons cookbook. And now that I have it, I will give you guys the secret recipe for lemon tree lemonade. Uh, I'm going to guess. Can I guess? No. Right now? Save it for the end of the episode. Um, I really kind of wish we were doing this in the summer, though. This is a great summertime episode. (laughs) Well, it's well, I guess by the time you guys are hearing it, it's probably into fall, late fall, maybe I don't think oh, it's going to be winter. winter. It's probably going to be winter by the time this episode comes out. Uh, About eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Early December. Yeah. yeah. It's winter. Technically, that is winter. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this week uh, we're talking season six, episode 24, Lemon of Troy, which I I wondered if this was a reference to Helen of Troy. Yeah. Sounds about okay. right. Well, yeah, wasn't Helen of Troy, like the Odyssey, where the Trojan horse story like takes place? I, dude, I haven't read Greek. Was that Greek? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read Greek mythology in a really long time. No, I think the whole Helen of Troy thing was the the Trojan horse. Okay. Uh, the air date for this episode, though, was May 14th, 1995. Our recap. When a popular Springfield lemon tree is stolen by kids from Shelbyville, Bart vows to get it back. Damn straight he does. You don't mess with Shelbyville and get away with it. You mean you don't mess with Springfield? You don't miss with Springfield and get away with it. (laughs) Uh, Our chalkboard gag. I found this hilarious. Uh, The First Amendment does not cover burping. Actually, actually, (laughs) the First Amendment would cover burping. Because it is a way of speech, in so, especially in some cultures, like, mm, I, I want to say, I don't think it's Japan. Japan is slurping. Um, oh. But I know there are some cultures where if you don't burp, they think you don't like the meal. 
What? Yes. But it's a gastro reflex. You have to actually like. I, I I'm well aware of this. Produce enough air in your body. <laughs> I am well aware of that. Maybe but maybe they cult. should serve root beer at these <laughs> meals. Then that way um, they're guaranteed a burp, no matter. What. Even if the meal sucks, yeah, you know they're gonna burp <laughs> yeah. because you served root beer. I do know there are also some cultures where you, if you do burp, it's considered rude. Like here in America, even though it's it's a reflex. Yes. Like, like I always get yelled by at by our mother when I burp, and it's like, it, it's, what do you want me to do? You want me to hold it in? Because that could rupture a spleen. I think. Yeah, I'll I'll blow up if I don't don't let it out. Yeah. So our couch gag, another repeat. Uh, this one is the uh, black and white living room where the Simpsons are animated uh, as smiling rubber hosed cartoon characters like the early 1930s. And they come in and do a little stiff dance, yep. dance around. Uh, that is from Bart's Comet. Yeah. So almost done with all these repeats. We're soon soon to hopefully get some new ones here. Hopefully. I, I know. I, I don't remember the episode. I, I think it's in either seven or eight. Uh, season seven or season eight where they do like the couch gag but it's like all like a bunch of different ones thrown together i know i think we've seen one of those before in a previous episode but i think there's another one that they do so hopefully i'm hoping in season seven we see all new ones yeah hoping yeah yeah let's let's put that hope in uh in our in our brain (laughs) um so we open up this episode with bart skateboarding down the sidewalk you know because bart's a skateboarder where else would he be skateboarding at home. Sure. Um, and he sees from a very far distance. A very far distance. A very far distance. A sign that says wet cement. And what do we do when we see a sign that says wet cement? We stay away from it. Uh, not according to Bart. Oh. So Bart says, is there a sign, a sweet, any sweeter sign? And says, yes. High voltage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if Bart's grabbing these high voltage wires or I don't know what else he's doing, but um, I don't know. But yeah, I guess one sign is sweeter, but Bart, uh, Bart skates towards the wet cement because he's like, hell yeah. And a safe with jewels falls in front of him, but doesn't stop. Nope. He just goes around it. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the, I don't know if it's a Looney Tunes trope or just um, like, cause you know where they have like the piano fall. And safe. I think that's kind of what they're referring to. No, this is just a uh, safe at Jewel. Like Bart thinks that the wet sign is more attractive than Jules. No, I thought the, uh, the thing fell out of the sky. I don't know where, who cares what it's not about what about it falling. It's about what's yes, inside it, of it. It's about what's inside that Bart's passing up. Bart is passing up thousands of dollars worth of jewels for the wet cement sign. Then he gets to Professor Frank, <laughs> who stops him and asks if he wants to test out his flying motorcycle. Who? And, I mean, come on. And Bart really said, over wet cement? Bart really? says, not today. Really? Because, once again, just like the jewels, he passed it up. Those oh, are, my God. Like, that's he. he oh, the Bart. wet cement sign is better than jewels and better than a flying motorcycle. Nah, nothing's better than a flying motorcycle. They don't exist. You don't even know that. <laughs> Uh, but Bart gets to the wet cement and says, this will be for the ages. And we see a futuristic daydream occur where a woman is showing a group of people 
uh, the cement where Bart's <laughs> name is in it. And just like Stonehenge, this remains a mystery <laughs> because they don't know how he could write his name in solid cement. So is this the future of idiocracy? Yes, because apparently they don't understand wet cement. Do they not use cement in the future? Or maybe it's that. No, they maybe don't. They, don't. they 3D print everything in the future. Or they zap things with a gun. Maybe. So, right. So they laser laser names and stuff in the cement. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys in the crowd <laughs> says, he must be smarter than Lisa. Because <laughs> he could write his name in cement and Lisa can't. Um, well, they don't they, know anything about Lisa. I know. They know nothing about this guy. And another guy says, let's bring Bark back to life using technology. <laughs> Doesn't Can't give us the name of the technology. Just technology. It's like a ray gun they yep. use. And so they bring back Bart, who says, I caramba upon uh, materializing. And they show them a yo-yo. And the guy who brought Bart back to life says, uh, this will be our new god. Because <laughs> he could yo-yo? I guess. I, I don't know. But that Bart writes his name in cement, and when a shadow appears, it is Marge. Yes. But Bart's like, I'm going to tell this person uh, how awesome I am. <laughs> and uh, Marge is like, oh, you're the one who graffito tagged public property. <laughs> to which uh, Bart responds, it was an accident. I mean. Yeah, an accident. It was. His hand hand. accidentally (laughs) fell into the cement and wrote his name. Yeah, accidentally. Yes. That's like I accidentally ate my dinner tonight. Exactly. Well, you did. You didn't want to eat it. It was an accident. Yes, I did. It was delicious. Okay. Um, (laughs) So at dinner, Marge is still upset with Bart. And she asks him uh, what Jebediah Springfield would say. And Bart would say he'd be cool with it. (laughs) Well, he does. I mean, no one knows. Maybe he would have been. Yeah. And so Marge asks Homer to help and help her make a big deal of the situation. <laughs> and Bart asks why he should, should he should because nobody cared when Bogart defaced the sidewalk in Hollywood. You mean Homer? Oh, what you said Bart. Oh yeah, Homer asked yeah, why nobody should care because Bogart defaced the sidewalk in Hollywood. So if I'm you guys assuming- don't know who has ever been to Hollywood, they put their hands in cement and face and feed and sign their name and do all that sort of fun jazz at the yeah. Chinese Man Theater. Well, actually, it's the TCL Chinese Theater now, but it used to be the Man Chinese Theater. Yes. Before they went out of business. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to put your, your body parts in cement. But okay. only if you're a Hollywood star. Yeah. I don't know. Are the Simpsons in the house? I don't know if the Simpsons have a star or anything. Yeah, in the, the Simpsons. The star, the Simpsons have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Do they? I've, I haven't seen it, but I know they do. Okay. I'm like, I'm like ninety percent sure. Okay. Let me, uh, let me, let me just double check to make sure I don't sound like an idiot. Okay. Uh, we might have to stop recording for that. But um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, Marge is shocked by how the family is act, as acting and asked what happened to good old fashioned town uh, pride. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was super right. Okay. Cool. Uh, and, uh, 2000. Oh, wow. Long time ago. Yeah. And uh, Lisa says it's been going downhill since the lake caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> what is in the lake? Well, and also, well, look, you remember the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Pollution. Yeah. Lots and lots of pollution. And, you know, March tells them to wait a darn minute. And uh, she's like, this town is a part of who you are. 
This is a sp uh, Springfield Isotopes cap. When you wear it, you're wearing Springfield. When you eat a fish from a river, you're eating <laughs> Springfield. Now, I don't think people... Did we learn, of, like, for Mr. Yeah, you Burns, don't eat, you, you don't, don't eat, eat the, the fish, fish in the river. No. Uh, <laughs> and when you make lemonade from our trees, you're drinking Springfield. <laughs> Bart's line. Mom, when you give that lecture, you're boring Springfield. <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing. Great line. Love he should it. be grounded immediately, but that is fantastic. Yep. And then Mars like, Bart, you have roots in this town, and you ought to show respect for it. This town is a part of us all. A part of us all. A part of us all. Sorry to repeat myself, but it'll help you remember. <laughs> uh yeah, and uh uh then we, you know, cut to the next scene, Bart skateboarding through town and Lo and behold, he hears Marge repeating herself in his head. It's like, a wow. part of us all. It does help. It does help. Well, you know, it repeating things does help you to memorize them. Yep. So. Which is why I know every Springfield or every Simpson episode backwards and forwards, because I've seen you... it a billion times. Uh, so now we see uh, Bart has stopped next to the baseball stadium where Which, a ball, uh, ball but, rolls... It doesn't. What? It doesn't have a back. Like, like the the whole the whole baseball field yeah. just opens up into the street. I thought it's like a yes, like a well, stadium. It is spring, well, it is Springfield. What do they? Maybe they don't they, have the money to finish it off. <laughs> what are they Not doing anyways. baseball games? They run into traffic to collect balls. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. But a ball rolls towards Bart, and he throws it back to the the ice tail player, and he's like, "Hey, you guys gonna win any games this season?" And the player says, uh, well, we're going to try. And he tosses <laughs> the ball back to the second player. But he like he goes eh, and it goes like two feet. Yeah. I mean, I have we haven't done the episode where the isotopes are actually good. Have we? No. OK. I don't think so. I think this I is think... only like the second mention of the isotopes. OK. Have we, we haven't done an isotopes baseball game yet, have we? Uh, oh, the, the well, no, well, well they wouldn't have because the strawberry, the that was just a softball game. Yeah, that was the softball game. So yeah, no, I don't know if we we've haven't. done an isotopes baseball game yet. I don't think we have. Uh, so then we see uh, Nelson fishing for trout using an army man, <laughs> and uh, we cut back up as he's like reeling in the the fish, and he's got like a whole, he's got like five, six of them just hanging up next to the trees. At yeah, but he knows he can't eat them because they're poison. Well, no, that's not why he's going to eat them. And Bart comes up. No, and says, not eat them. He, he's not going to eat them because he knows they're I, poison. No, let me finish. Bart says the trout are beautiful. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to huck them at cars. He doesn't know they're poison. He's just catching them to huck them at cars. No, remember like 10 seconds ago when we told we said people don't eat the fish from Springfield's River because they're poison. He knows okay, they're poison. We said that. We said that. They didn't say that. No, that but... is our speculation. <laughs> and it's true because Nelson's just going to huck fish at cars. Yeah. Well, no, he's it's Nelson. He's <laughs> a jerk. He's going to huck trout at cars. Uh, so, uh, so then we cut to Milhouse and Lewis selling lemonade. And Bart asks Milhouse how the lemonade business is going. And Milhouse is like, it's clearly booming, Bart. And he points at their only customer, who is Lisa, who bought a glass out of pity. Yeah. <laughs> I only bought it out of pity. Why did she even buy it? 
because she knows because I think we determined a few episodes ago that we kind of see the whole turn where Milhouse is liking Lisa. And I think she's like, oh, well, maybe I'll be nice to him and buy a glass of lemonade. I don't think we've seen anything of that yet. Yeah, it was like a few seasons ago. But then we obviously like the whole future thing, which didn't really happen, but they dated. I think I think that was kind of a clue into, oh, they kind of have a thing for, not really a thing, because she obviously doesn't like Millhouse, but Millhouse has a thing for Lisa. Yeah. Uh, Millhouse uh, says they've uh, used up all of their supply and they need to get more from the lemon tree. So Bart and Millhouse run off. Um, and so we see them run. Uh, across some rocks in a river and Milhouse can't <laughs> stay on the rock. So he keeps falling in and then they run through a fence that has a loose board and Bart runs through it, puts the board <laughs> up and it comes back and smacks Milhouse in the face. Uh, and then we see Bart run down uh, the silhouette of Bart running down a hill and Milhouse just trips and rolls down the hill. How well, is he not dead? Well, the Simpsons characters don't really die, but Yes, they do. Yes, they do. (laughs) But not, no, not from falling down. Oh, okay. That's fair. But, uh, but Millhouse is obviously a very big klutz. Yes. So we see Millhouse and Bart get to the lemon tree where uh, database Martin and Todd are dancing around it for whatever reason. Uh, And so uh, Bart grabs a lemon from the tree and uh, he's like, oh, Millhouse, you know, this this town isn't so bad. We got some good friends, lots of lemonade, numerous angel sightings. <laughs> I think all... that's the pollution. We, yes, but we haven't seen the angel in Springfield yet. No. Well, that wasn't even a real angel. No, it wasn't. You're right. <laughs> uh, and so Bart's like, you know, when you get right down to it, Springfield is a pretty good place to live. And then we get uh, unnamed Shelby Villian that they've named uh, Shelby. Shelby. Um, which we never hear his name, I think, until the very end, maybe. Yeah. I thought I thought well, his dad just called him Boy. No, his name is Shelby. Well, I get that. I'm saying, did we hear it in the episode? Yeah, we did. Okay. I didn't think we did, but maybe we did. And so Shelby's like, Springfield sucks. Bart's like, hey, stop talking bad about my town, man. And Shelby's like, why don't you make me? Because, you know, they're 10 years old, and this is how 10-year-olds argue. Yep. Um... He's like, I don't make trash. I burn it. Uh, I don't know what that line even means. I know. <laughs> He's like, why don't you make me? Bart's like, I don't make trash. I burn. What does that mean, Bart? <laughs> He's 10, remember? Yeah. And Shelby's like, then I guess you're a garbage man. Well, I know you are, but what am I? A garbage, a garbage man. man. I Oh, I know you are, but what am I? A garbage <laughs> man. I know you are, but what am I? A garbage man. Takes one to know one. Oh, <gasps> database Whoa. checkmate. Yes. Cause that is how 10 year olds do argue. Dude. It was so funny. Like, I think I've used that. Not, not much as much anymore, but I think back in the nineties when this episode aired, I think I actually used that a yeah. lot in conversation. I'm sure we all did. Yep. And just one, one quick thing before we move on database of the, uh, super friends yes. was last seen in the PTA disbands. Which they so, didn't. What's that? The PTA didn't. They did. Yes, you're right. Um, and during <laughs> all of the chases in this episode, he is seen constantly bringing up the rear. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Um, and so uh, also I'd like to point out that the grass in Shelbyville 
and the grass in Springfield are two different shades of green. I think which, it was greener on the Springfield side. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, one was darker, one was lighter. I don't know if it's really greener. <laughs> it's always greener on the other side. But obviously the whole point of the difference in color is to show where the town line is. Yes. Um, and so uh, Milhouse tells uh, a kid in Shelbyville to stop wearing his backpack over one shoulder because Springfield invented that. Uh, Milhouse, get out of, get out of Springfield. You didn't invent that. Uh, the kid tells Milhouse, uh, that they are copying them. And Milhouse is like, I dare you to say that to my face. Cause I'm going to kick your butt at Nintendo. And yes, he says Nintendo. <laughs> oh, I like it. That's crazy. But, but what? Okay. So we haven't gotten to the, the bone storm Christmas episode, but was it an, At- I can't remember. Did they say the game of the gaming system? Uh, in that, I I think so. Okay, we'll have to put a pin in that, and we'll see what video game system Millhouse really has come that episode, which I think is actually next season. I believe you are right. Um, so the Shelbyville equivalent to Bart, <laughs> which is Shelby, throws yeah. a rock into Springfield, and Bart says, "That's a crud rock. This belongs in crud town." And Bart tries to pick it up and throw it back, but he's uh, too weak for it. And Bart is now mocked for being weak. And the Shelbyville kids try to steal some lemons. So they stop them by throwing lemons at them. (laughs) Even though, according to Millhouse, they can't spare a single one. Well, I don't think the kids from Shelbyville actually took any, though. No, but then the guy got citric acid in his eye. And he's like, you'll pay, Springfield. Because yep. that's what you do when you get citric acid in someone's eye. Yeah, I I feel like if he got uh, lemon juice in his eye, he wouldn't be talking. He would be and, on the ground crying. It burns a little bit. Never get jalapeno on your nose either. That is the worst. Oh, no. Never get jalapeno in your eye. Or eye. Nose sucks, too. I haven't done the eye thing, but nose definitely sucks. And Don't so, get anything in your eye unless it's a contact. Yeah. And so uh, apparently Abe has just been... You know, watching this whole exchange happen. And uh, he points out, hey, an old person is talking. Cause no, no, no. He says, he, well, he says uh, some things will never change. Yeah. Uh, so they all turn around and sit, gather around him because we got to respect yeah. our elders. No, even if it's Abe Simpson. No, we don't. And I, and I love how he introduces himself as grandpa. That's awesome. I <laughs> love great. that. I feel like all those kids would know who he is, though. By now, yes. Yeah. And Abe asked the kids if they knew that the tree dates back to the frontier times. And the kids, <laughs> ooh and ah. Because he's telling them a story. He's like, shut up. That's <laughs> great because it's such an old person thing to yeah. do. And Abe says it all started when Jebediah came with his partner, Shelbyville, Manhattan. <laughs> so did he, so his first name was Shelbyville and did he come from the town of Manhattan? Because obviously the colonies were around before Springfield. Well, I guess we don't 100% know that because we don't know where Springfield is. But if it's on the East Coast, that's why they are traveling by wagon. Or West Coast, I'm sorry. It's towards the West Coast because they are traveling by wagon. uh, As opposed to what? I have no idea. (laughs) They would be traveling by wagon even if they were moving from (laughs) East Coast City to East Coast City. But that's what's kind of Shelbyville, Manhattan. I was like, well, is he like the founder of Manhattan too? 
Probably not. No. So, so then we get the birth of Springfield. So Gemini Springfield is people, our search is over. On this site, we shall build a new town where we can worship freely, govern justly, and grow vast fields of hemp for making rope and blankets. Sad, sad people don't know what hemp is really for. And uh, Shelbyville, Manhattan is like, yes, and marry our cousins. <laughs> and Springfield's like, I was, what? What are you talking about, Shelbyville? Why would we want to marry our cousins? <laughs> because they're so attractive. I, I thought that's the whole point of this journey. So I see Shelbyville is from the South. Got Absol- it. Absolutely. <laughs> and Springfield's like, absolutely not. I tell you, I won't live in a town that robs men of the right to marry their cousins. <laughs> well, then we'll form our own town who will come and live a life devoted to chastity, uh, obedience, and abstinence. A- oh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Chastity, abstinence, and a flavorless mush I call root marm. <laughs> okay. Um, so. So obviously, Jebediah wants a boring town, and yes. uh, Shelbyville wants a Sodom and Gomorrah. Pretty much. <laughs> so okay. let's. So I'm gonna go and be. I'm gonna form my third town where I'm gonna have coitus <laughs> with people who aren't my cousin. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and that town is called Ogdenville. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Abe says to mark the sweet occasion. The people planted a lemon tree because lemons were the sweetest fruit available at the time. You didn't have apples? Uh, nope. Uh, what's his face? Johnny Appleseed hadn't crossed country yet planting apple uh, seeds. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. We'll go yep. with that story. Yes. So at school, Mrs. Karapal is a uh, class. Please, if you don't. Well, well, you didn't put the setup in. Oh, sorry. At school, Bart tells Millhouse that those Shelbyville kids think that they're so hot, but they're not. <laughs> and Mel's like, I, yes, I agree. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Rob was like, class, please, if you don't learn Roman numerals, you'll never know the date a certain motion pictures were copyrighted. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, for whatever dumb reason, copyright, well, I don't know if they're anymore. They don't. Okay. But in I don't, the 90s, I don't know if they have for a really long yeah, time to so be perfect. Really in the 90s, so in the 90s and probably since movies were made, they said the year that they were copyrighted in Roman numerals. I mean, I don't know if that was cool or not. I, I mean, I, I do they... I do love the fact that Super Bowls are still Roman numerals. Sometimes I have to try to remember what <laughs> Super Bowl number we're on. See, that would have made for a better joke, I think. Oh. Yes, I didn't think about that. I think that would have made for a better joke than a copyright system. Not yes, that's not bad. Because to be perfectly honest, I I know on like DVD boxes, maybe VHS tapes they did this, but yep. once DVDs came out, like if you look at the bottom, the copyright has the year on it. I'm pretty now. Granted, even though I've sat through many a Marvel movie, like you probably have, yep. I've never actually looked for yeah. the copyright to see yeah, if the actual year is there. Yep. So, so maybe the next time I watch a Marvel property. Yes. Maybe we'll update you next episode on whether or not this is correct. Um, but uh, Nelson's like, everybody come quick. 
something's happened. No time to explain. <laughs> and all the kids run out of the classroom. I love Krabappel. Just the blandest voice. No, children. No. Your your education is important. Roman numerals, etc. Whatever, I tried. <laughs> did uh, she? The sarcasm. Well, she was being she sarcastic. Yeah. No, she did not. <laughs> uh, so the kids follow Nelson, who stopped, <coughs> who uh, stops to grab a drink of water from the water fountain. And uh, Milos asks if Nelson is sure he just can't explain what's happened. And Nelson's like, no, I told you I had no time to explain. And I'm sticking to my guns. So, uh, yeah, Nelson's is on point. And he's like, look, I already told you I don't have time. So let's go. He could, literally, he could have said lemon tree gone. Yeah. Three words. Yep. And we learned that the lemon tree is gone and was dragged into Shelbyville. Yep. I'm assuming by, I guess we didn't learn this yet, but uh, it's in a impound lot. And I feel like it was probably just towed away. Like they wrapped the tow, tr- the tow truck thing around the tree and just ripped the fucker right out of the ground. I mean, that's the, like, but here's the thing. Do they go to their parents? Who? Oh, the kids? Yeah. I'm sure Shelby went to his dad. He That's might have been fair. the only kid to do anything. That'd be my That's, guess. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the le- and the lemon tree was gone, and obviously uh, we know where it went. And yep. database finds a candy wrapper, and Millhouse says they're always eating candy in Shelbyville. What are they eating in Springfield? They're eating candy. They eat candy all the time. <laughs> and uh, you know, Bart's like, we need to get that tree back. And I love how Database doesn't like the idea of going into Shelbyville. And it's like, who that lemon tree's, yeah, yeah, who knows what's over there? And he's like, that lemon tree is part of our town. And as kids, the backbone of our economy. <laughs> we'll get it back or choke the rivers with our dead. <laughs> so the five or six of them that are going into, <laughs> into Shelbyville. Also, so there's Bart, Millhouse, Nelson, Data, Nelson Database, Todd, and... Uh, Martin. Martin, yep. So six of them. Six of them, yep. And uh, <laughs> um, I do, God, I I love how, though, is this the scene where we see, oh, no, this isn't the scene yet. Okay. No. So uh, Marge is at home, you know, vacuuming the living room as, you know, Bart walks out of the front door wearing a backpack. And uh, Marge's like, where are you going, Bart? Mom, you won't believe this. But something you said the other day really got through to me. And now I'm going to teach some other kids a lesson. <laughs> and Bart runs out. And Marge's like, I choose to take that literally. <laughs> and Bart's like from the outside of the house, like, death to Shelbyville. And Marge's like, yes, Bart's a tutor now. Toot on, son. Toot on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. That's great. And so Bart goes to get Milhouse and tells him to get his invading supplies. And uh, Milhouse is holding his camouflage clothing and daydreams about getting chased in it. And it's he's so here's the weirdest thing. So he throws on his camouflage suit. Yes. But he's wearing red shoes. Correct. So uh, I, I like how in the, the following scene, he's like, you know, uh, in a bush and in you know in like hiding in the tree and everything i feel like his red shoes would show because you understand it's a daydream right yes but even in millhouse's daydream he should be wearing camouflage shoes who knows maybe the red shoes look like apples <laughs> then we would have seen apples in the apple tree or maybe maybe he didn't 
Maybe he stuck his feet in to the tree. Okay, now you're thinking way too hard. No, no, I'm not. He's laying (laughs) on the branch and his feet are just in the tree and they can't see his feet. Okay. That's not Uh, thinking too hard. That's thinking logically. All right, fine. So the kids are gathering at uh, Springfield City Limits and Bart's like, okay, here's how it goes. I'm the leader. Millhouse is my loyal sidekick. Nelson's the tough guy. Martin's the smart guy. And Todd's the quiet religious guy who ends up going crazy. <laughs> I love Todd's face that he makes. But I love how Database gets nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, no. It's like he's invisible to Bart now. Yes. Yes, And so Bart and the rest of the guys cautiously step into Springfield. While Lisa and another girl flies kite while going back and forth between Shelbyville <laughs> and Springfield. Because it's not that big of a deal. No. Well, because Bart's like... This is where boys become men. Yeah. Like, it's all the macho bravado, and they're, like, tiptoe into Springfield, and the, the girls are like, eh, whatever, nobody cares. Yep. And so uh, so then we see, so now we're in the town of Shelbyville, and we see a machine dispensing the Shelbyville Daily Reader, or uh, the Shelbyville Daily, yep. and it reads, once a week, every week. <laughs> that's that's good. That's that's good, right? Yep. Right? It's not daily, uh, but yeah. uh, sure. <laughs> So, uh, so then we see uh, Bart and the rest of the kids walking through Shelbyville, and Bart's like, "If you get lost, remember, you can always find East by staring directly at the sun." No, nope. that's not true. Nope, you can find East when it's uh, after or before noon, noon. where the there sun rises. So you could follow East until the sun gets at the peak heightness, and then the st- sun starts going west. Correct. So just to let you know, following the staring at the sun only works for the first half of the day. <laughs> Correct. So uh, the kids stop and uh, they're like, even their fire hydrants are yellow. And Nelson's <laughs> like, I'm getting freaked out, man. <laughs> even Nelson is freaked out. It's a weird town, man. We're going to learn but, some other crazy things about this town. But I will say it's kind of like, you know. That, but that's kind of how it is. Like you go into a new town, you've never been there before and you see things and you're like, whoa, that's weird. Like when we would go from Racine to Kenosha, it's kind of the same thing. But I do like the fact that the town literally borders them. It's, yeah. It's not like they're a few miles apart, like Racine and Milwaukee. They're, I mean, yeah. they're, mi- they're miles apart. You kind of have to drive to it. Yes. The towns literally border <laughs> each other. How have know. they not been to Shelbyville in 10 years? Uh, maybe because it's taboo. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I never and, really wanted to go to Kenosha, so, you know. No, we were forced to go there. Yes. Um, so Todd has, uh, like, a pipe thing, but not, like, a monocular. No, no it was, like, one of the, we've had, the, we had those in school. I know the we periscope? had them in, like, Yeah, periscope, that's the word. And he's, like... Todd's like, there's danger coming up from behind us. And so they jump over the wall they're at. And we see the Shelbyville kids with their dog. And uh, the dog, you know, starts sniffing at the wall. And Shelby's <laughs> like, is are, are, is there something behind the wall? Um, is there something behind the wall we have to beat up? <laughs> and uh, the leader, uh, Shelby, is like, not now. We have lemonade to sell. And uh, so as the, as the Shelbyville kids walk away, Bart tells his group that the Shelbyville kids... Are getting rich off of them. Yeah. And Millhouse points out that the kid with a backpack said radical. And Millhouse <laughs> is like, I say radical. 
And we never see him say it ever again after this episode. Yep. And I, I have to specify after this episode. Yep. Um, yeah. And he didn't say it before this episode. No, not to my knowledge. No. Um, so now we come back to the Simpsons household uh, where, where Marge is looking at the clock and she's like, oh, Bart isn't back yet. And Marge asks Lisa where he's tutoring and Lisa starts laughing. And she's like, the only thing Bart is teaching is guerrilla warfare and Shelbyville. That's uh, great. And uh, yeah, Lisa's, uh, Lisa tells Marge that Bart and some kids are waging war on Shelbyville. And so Marge calls her Homer and tells him that Bart has quit tutoring and joined a violence gang. <laughs> Oh, not joined. He started the started. thing. Yeah, right. Oh my god, I love it. And so, um, so now we cut back to the Springfield kids, and they stop at a statue of Shelbyville, Manhattan, with who I'm assuming are two of his cousins. Yeah, that that's the <laughs> assumption. Yeah, and database goes. Duh, the trail has become indistinct. I guess we split up to cover more ground. And Bart's like, "Good idea." Millhouse, you and me will be Omega Team. Todd, you and Data are Team Strike Force. Nelson, <laughs> that leaves you and Martin. Martin's like oh Team Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> of course, oh, that would be Martin. That was oh. awesome. And Nelson's <laughs> like, oh. Your wussiness better come in handy. That was so great. I love how Bart doesn't even get to come up with the name. He just like just let Nelson ro- or let uh, Martin roll with it. That was God. great. So now we cut back to Springfield where all the parents are outside of Ned and Homer's homes. And Ned is like, okay, okay, folks, look, I called the police captain in Shelbyville. He says he hasn't seen our kids. But if they show up in the morgue, he's going to fax us. And for those of you who don't know what a fax machine is, you don't need to know. It's a paper email. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. That's that's like even if two cities are feuding, I feel like that's a dick thing to do. <laughs> that's great. Oh, God. So feud, uh, feud goes deep, man. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Kirk Van Houten uh, angrily shouts that he, you know... He's like, ah, oh, man, I hate those Shelbyville jerks. And Luann's like, honey, I was born in Shelbyville. Yeah. And Kirk, and it tears me up inside. It's kind of weird, though, because they both have blue hair. Well, I mean, I have brown hair and you have brown hair. Okay, that's not what I was getting at. I was getting at that maybe they're cousins. Oh. Maybe. Wait. Was... But is uh, but Kirk's not from Shelbyville. Maybe he didn't want to sleep with his cousin, so they separated at birth. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, they look. I mean, they look pretty similar. I guess they did. They, they are drawn are. very similar. Maybe that's why the divorce happened. Probably. We don't know that yet. <laughs> and so uh, Marge goes to talk to Homer, and Marge is like, "This is my fault. I tried to teach Bart about town pride, but the power of my words filled him with a." Sort of madness. <laughs> Homer's like, now Marge, you can't blame all of Bart's problems on your one little speech. If anything turned him bad, it's that time you let him wear a bathing suit instead of underwear. <laughs> and let's not forget your little speech. <laughs> oh, Homer, you're a terrible husband. I mean, I've worn my uh, bathing suit as underwear. And I don't think I'm mad. Are you sure? Maybe I'm a little crazy. 
See, people who say they don't think they're mad are definitely mad. Ah, makes complete sense. Yes. Uh, so, you know, Homer rallies all the parents together and say, hey, we need to go to Shelbyville to get our kids. And he's like, I have an RV we can use. The Flanders is his. <laughs> the Flanders is his. <laughs> and I love how Ned tries to stop him. And Homer, like, from getting on because he doesn't want to, like, mess up the inside. Homer's like, no time to take off your shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so now we cut back to Shelbyville where we see Martin, uh, where Martin sees a kid making lemonade. So Martin grabs the kid by the collar, pins him up against a tree, and it's like, where'd you get that lemonade? And it's like one of those pouch lemonades mixes. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a single lemon in this thing. And he is right. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> lemon-flavored sugar. Yes. And so the kid's big brother grabs Martin um, for hassling his little brother, and Martin yells for Nelson to save him. And Nelson Nelson reluctantly steps from out, out from a tree, and he's like, man, I don't want to do this. I don't even hang out with him. And so Nelson takes the uh, older kid and throws him off Martin. Yep. Reluctantly. And so uh, Martin starts singing a song after Nelson comes to his rescue. And uh, <clears throat> hark to the tale of Nelson and the boy he loves so dear. <laughs> they remain the best of friends for years and years and years. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Oh, Nelson's oh, regretting coming on this mission. Yes, he is. Um, but he did it for town pride. Yes. Uh, so now we see uh, Bart uh, looking at some Shelbyville kids through a spy glass. And, uh, and uh, Melhouse is like, what are they saying? Bart's like, uh, I'm not sure. And I was like, I thought you said you could read lips. I assumed I could. Yeah, I'm not very good at lip reading. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, you can like, obviously when I watch sports, I can definitely tell when players oh, yeah. are swearing. Um, sometimes you can kind of tell what they're saying, um, in sports. But like, if I'm like, if I were to like watch you have a conversation with your wife and I couldn't hear you guys, there'd be no way of me knowing what the hell you guys were saying. Yeah. Like lip reading is a very good skill to have though. Yep. Just I don't mean, mix, don't mix it up though. Like George Costanza. Yes. Don't do that. And so, uh, Bart tells Milhouse that he needs a new face and Milhouse pulls out a uh, Baron Von costumes, deluxe disguise kit. Yep. Cause, yeah. uh, I mean, he's gotta be different. Gotta be. Where, where's the, where's the little bastard disguise? I know, disguise man. Kit? Well, no, Bart has all the little bastard stuff and, uh, uh Milhouse has his like, camouflage thing is Baron Von <laughs> costumes deluxe kit. Uh, yeah. Everyone has a little bit different taste yes. and uh, Bart goes up to the kids in his disguise, which is literally like a black wig <laughs> type thing and a uh, stitches like a, I don't know, sticker. stitches tattoo sticker. Yeah. yeah. He and looks like a beetle. I know. Yes. Yes. That's right. And they ask him why they haven't seen him in school. And Bart says, I don't go to school. The other kids are like, "What's two plus two? Five. Eh, oh my god! I use eh, that stories line. checks out. I use that line so much. I've changed it up over the years, but I, I use the two plus two equals five thing all the time. Yep. 
And uh, uh, Shelby comes back and says that they heard Springfield kids were in Shelbyville and that they are going to the bluffs to spray paint Springfield sucks. So every time they look into Shelbyville, they know they suck. <laughs> Story checks even, out. So so where's the bluffs in relation to Maybe it's the reverse of Mount Springfield? Because you know, like the Springfield sign. Yeah. That, well, no, that wouldn't. No, because the reverse would look into Shelbyville. Shelbyville, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, well, I, I, I would love, I would really love, I don't know if anybody's done this and it'd probably be really hard to do because you don't really see a lot of Shelbyville, but I would love to see a side-by-side map of Shelbyville and Springfield. I know there is a map of Springfield for what people think it looks like online, yes. but I don't know if I've seen Shelbyville next to it. Okay. Um, and so the blue-haired uh, Shelbyville kid says radical, <laughs> and Milhouse through the walkie-talkie tells the kid to quit copying him. <laughs> I say radical. Yeah. How did that not get part caught? Well, it almost did, because the leader says, I wish there was a Springfield kid right, right now, so I could fill his mouth with stink bugs. And part responds, not in my mouth, which is what that kid would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was good and so ned pulls up uh to some mechanics to try to ask to see if they've seen their kids and the mechanic says that they that it sounds like springfield has a discipline problem i and don't I like, know but it's not really a discipline problem they just ran off on their own like kids yeah. do and uh we see that they're drinking uh fud beer <laughs> which uh, uh the fud beer was introduced in colonel homer Okay. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a while since we've seen FUD, but, uh, apparently, uh, it's, it travels a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, so then, uh, they say, like, oh, the guy's like, they say that that's why they beat him at football nearly half the time. So they don't even beat him 50% of the time. They beat him nearly, nearly 50. So yes. that means Springfield is beating them more than they're beating them. Yep. I feel like the adults in this episode are kind of just stupid. Yeah, seems like it. And or at so, least, well, actually, that would pan out because if they're marrying their cousins, right. the, smart gene, the smart genes get a little dumber every year. Yep, you're right. There you go. And so now we see uh, they're up on the bluffs and Bart is made to write uh, Springfield sucks on the on the side of the mountain. Yep. And uh, the Shelby kids uh, praise Bart for his spray painting ability, which, hey, man, he's a tag. Yeah. Yeah, and is. Bart spray paints Springfield's rules suckers <laughs> and reveals himself to be, uh, but, uh, Bart. Bart Simpson, but the Shelbyville kids have no clue who he is. It's like, <laughs> I'm from Springfield. Oh, oh, he's from Springfield. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like how the Shelbyville kids, uh, put on some rub on tattoos that read kill, destroy and motorcycle. <laughs> And so uh, Bart, Bart being Bart, thinks he's smart enough to use the uh, spray cans as jetpacks to fly away. But yeah, that doesn't work. And he gets his shoes no. all green. Yeah. And yeah. so Bart is grabbed by the leader and Bart uh, distracts them by saying, look, someone's attractive cousin. <laughs> and the kids immediately look away as Bart uh, skateboards down the mountain. Yeah. And uh, so Bart and uh, uh, Shelby. Shel- um, skateboard through, uh, through Shelbyville down and Mainly through a construction zone. Yeah. <laughs> Bart's good at driving through dangerous things. And apparently yes. so is Shelby. 
And so we see that uh, people shop at the Speedy Mart, Mm -hmm. not the Quickie Mart, and uh, they drink at Joe's. A tavern that looks exactly like Moe's. And, and a guy outside that looks exactly like Moe. Except he has like a Willie Nelson kind of pig ponytail or some shit. Yeah. So uh, they're they're semi-different in uh, in Shelbyville. Yeah. And uh, then, then they skateboard by uh, Springfield <laughs> Elementary. Shelbyville Elementary. Wow. Sorry. They skateboard by uh, Shelbyville Elementary School. And they have a uh, female Willie, basically. Slow down, you terror-touching tallywhackers! Or so, I don't know yeah. what she says, but it was <laughs> it was pretty good. And uh, so Bart starts getting away, but tries to go go through some wet cement because uh, yeah, yeah. he should have known. He should have just jumped into the street and gone around it. Correct. Um, but he kind of uh, flows to a drastic stop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he gets, uh, stuck in, stuck in some uh, skateboard, gets stuck in the cement and, uh, he gets flung and, you know, Bart wishes he had the flying motorcycle <laughs> right about now. And Frank comes flying by and tells Bart that he had his chance. <laughs> and oh, so, callback. so Bart, uh, Bart busts off and runs into the zoo and into the, uh, tiger feeding area, which I mean, he's trying to hide. He didn't see the sign. Um, but in the tiger feeding area, we see a bunch of doors with Roman numerals and there's a note taped in there that says, caution, exit through door seven only. All other rooms (laughs) contain man eating tigers. So I believe there was 12 doors in there. Yep. So there's 11 tigers. God, that's a lot of tigers for a zoo, I think. Yeah. I mean, our zoo has, uh, one adult tiger now and three baby tigers. So, as I mentioned, all the doors are marked in Roman numerals. And Bart's like, man, they never even tried to teach that to us in school. (laughs) But guess what? And Ikrabapal tried. She tried. (laughs) But did she try? Try, yeah. She actually, I think she attempted. She attempted. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean you tried. Yep. I attempted to skateboard. Uh, That didn't go well. Um, Bart walkies uh, to Millhouse. To have him tell him what Roman numeral for seven is. And Milhouse is like, I'll tell you, Bart, but you have to end each transmission with the word over. 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 And uh, Milhouse is ambushed by a blue-haired Shelbyville kid. By the blue-haired Shelbyville kid. Milhouse is like, is this the untimely end of Milhouse? And the blue-haired kid's like, but Milhouse is my name. But I thought I was the only one. And Shelbyville Milhouse is like, a pain I know all too well. And Springfield Millhouse is like, so this is what it feels like when doves cry and the God, two embrace. This is the third Prince, Prince reference God. this epi- or this season. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Oh my God. That is uh, fantastic. I, I love it. It's great. Um, so now, now Bart has lost Millhouse through... Yep other house. <laughs> um and he's like he's like wait i got it but he doesn't have it he opens the door with man eating tiger <laughs> and he slams it shut and uh on the outside we see the shelbyville kids trying to bust in and we cut back to bart who's like he sees the door kind of moving and bart's like he's like man where have i seen roman numerals before 
He's like, I've got it. The Rocky movies. And I best believe... Best line. Dude, I love... This is I, the best. And I believe he's right. I believe the Rocky movies did use Roman numerals. Oh, they did. He's, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, And he's like, Rocky 2 plus Rocky 5 equals... equals Rocky Sevens. Adrian's Adrian Revenge. I got it. And he and he just escapes right before the Shelby Shelby Vulcans come in. However, so great. Rocky Seven, I believe, is technically Creed. Okay, so I, no, no, no. There is actually seven Rockies. So we got Rockies one through five. Yes. We got Rocky Balboa, or was it yeah. Rocky? It was Rocky or Rocky Balboa, and then Rocky or Rocky Balboa. It was one of those two. So there were actually a total of seven Rocky movies. So the Simpsons predicted seven Rocky movies, except yeah, Adrian but, was but dead the, by number six. No, I think she dies in four, but I'm pretty sure. No, she was alive in four. She was alive when he went to Russia. That was, dude, do you not Russia know your Rocky three. history? R- Rocky went to Russia in three. Dude, dude you, people are going to start yelling at you on this podcast. Why? It's the Simpsons podcast. People are going to start yelling at you because you don't know your Rocky history. Three was... Rocky, uh, three was Rocky ro- one. Rocky... Oh, okay. Clubber Lang was three. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Rocky Balboa... Oh, no. You're wrong, by the way. Rocky Balboa is six. Okay. Creed is seven. Wasn't there one called Rocky? Like, wasn't there a movie no, just called Rocky? No, it was Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Okay. And then it was Creed, and then there was Creed two. So we're both wrong on stuff. So you're you're, Ash, you're 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 getting off topic. That this was literally the best line in this entire episode. Oh no, it's not. Oh yes, oh it is. no, it is not. We are we haven't even gotten to the best <laughs> line yet. Um. So uh. So Bart, as I said, Bart escapes, and uh. So Bart walks deject- dejectedly down the street, and he's like, "I'm never gonna find that tree." And he sits down. He's like, this raid was as useless as that lemon-shaped rock over there. <laughs> Wait a second. There's a lemon behind that rock. Yes. And he looks up and there is the tree, but it's in the Shelbyville car impound lot. Yep. Uh, so we see all the kids up on a hill looking down at the lot through binoc- binoculars. And they're all arguing with each other um, over looking through the binoculars and Bart tells them to keep their voices down so they don't get found, <laughs> only for Homer to find them. I found them. <laughs> uh, so um, Homer uh, doesn't care why they ran away. And Bart tells Homer that the Shelby villains stole the lemon tree. And Homer's like, nothing's going to stop me in the middle of this speech. I don't care. And it, wait a second. They, they stole our tree. <laughs> and so they go down to talk to... Uh, the Shelby, uh, the tow truck driver, um, and Homer's like that tree's been in Springfield since the time of our forefathers. Give it back, or we'll bust in there and take it. And the tow truck uh, man is like, "Bust here and take it? You must be stupider than you look. <laughs> stupider like a fox." fox. And that is the best line <laughs> in this episode because uh... I use a variation of this line almost every single day. And I think he also, I think there's an episode where Homer says crazy like a fox as well. Yeah, I think so too. So that is a better line. No, uh, I don't know. It's good line. like a fox. <laughs> that was great. And then he just tries to climb the, <laughs> the, the fence and completely fails. 
Because, yeah. you know, we all we learned last episode Homer doesn't really have the stamina to do anything excessive. No. Nope. Nope. And so the Springfield gang uh, walks away after being told that they lose. Yeah. And uh, I love Homer, how they, they, they take a victory drink out of the lemon and his face just squinches yeah. up. No, he doesn't. He, no, he's like, I'll celebrate by eating this lemon. Oh, and yeah. It takes, he he's eats. like, oh, takes a bite and his face just like puckers up. <laughs> and uh, Homer in Flanders RV as they leave without having recaptured the lemon tree. Like, this is the darkest day in the history of Springfield. If anybody wants me, I'll be in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And that uh, that RV has everything. Now, is this the same RV from the camping episode from it season is. one? It is. Nice. I was wondering that. Yes. And it is. Uh, so uh, Bart says uh, he found a way to. Uh, no, no. He says the, there has to be a way. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. There has to be a way to get the tree back. And he notices the Shelbyville Hospital. And uh, he has Flanders Park over there. Like, has him, like, Bart basically overpowers Flanders and yeah. has them turn the, turn the uh, steering wheel around and yeah. uh, to park. Cause obviously you're not allowed to park in a tow away zone. Hospital yep. zone. And yeah. uh, that causes Homer to uh, flip upside down. He's like, Oh, now I'm upside down. <laughs> How big is that shower? I don't know. Not, I don't know. I don't think it should be big enough. I mean, Homer's a big guy that like, and and it's not like the, the RV like flipped upside down or anything. It just kind of steered really hard into the turn. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so now the RV is towed to the impound lot because some uh, uh, careless, what is it? Some careless guy left his car in the yeah. hospital zone. Yeah. And uh, Homer remarks that no one in history has done anything this clever. So yeah, so now they're in the art, the impound lot, and they sneak off when he says that. Yep. And this is obviously a reference to the Trojan horse. Yep. Now, was the Trojan horse actual historical fact? I'm pretty like, sure it was. Okay, I was just trying to remember, like, if it was just a story in a book, or if it was. I'm trying to remember history class. Like, was it actually a real thing? Archaeological evidence shows that Troy was indeed burned down. But the wooden horse is an imaginative fable, perhaps inspired by the way ancient siege engines were clothed with damp horse hides to stop them being set alight. Oh. So, uh, City of Troy was real. The Trojan horse, not so much. Okay. So, Homer was right. No one in history has done anything this clever. Go, <laughs> yeah, Homer. But he still stole it from a story. He did. Okay, fair enough. Um... Maybe he's never known that story. Maybe he doesn't know that story. Probably not. It's Homer. Exactly. Well, Bart, remember, Bart came up with the idea, though. Yes, Bart did come up with the idea. So Homer probably didn't even know it existed. Nope. And so as Springfield men uh, grab the tree, Bart goes to open the gate, but sets off an alarm, which, yes, I mean, yeah. I would assume most uh, impound lots would have a security system. Correct. And a guard dog comes out uh, after Bart and <laughs> chases him. This is great. There's like, come on, boy. And he uh, throws a stake at the dog. The dog jumps and eats it whole and keeps on running. And Homer's like, keep running, boy. He has a taste for meat now. <laughs> and Bart, I love how Bart like just gets in the RV, slams the door. And the dog like just rams his head into the door. <laughs> and you can and, see like, the dog still trying to eat through the door. That's a determined dog, man. No shit. 
And uh, the tow truck driver uh, kind of, he's across the street. He's like, oh, someone's trying to break into the impound. And so he comes out and he tries to close the gate. And uh, Flanders tries to start the RV and Bart's like, gun it. It's like, I'm trying, but something's draining the battery. And we turn around and Homer's using it to baste a turkey. No, no, not just turkey. Turkeys. Yeah, I did, I only saw one, but. Oh, there was like four there. It's like, oh, sorry. And he turns <laughs> off the oven and starts the RV and basically barely makes it through the gate. And yeah. Flanders is all like, crap. Yeah. I've destroyed my RV. Yeah. And so as the fathers uh, and sons of Springfield make off of the lemon tree, Bart and Homer call back, you know, out through the tow truck. And he's like, eat my shorts, Shelbyville. And Bart and Homer both are like, eat my shorts. <laughs> and Ned from the front seat. Yes. Eat all of our shirts. <laughs> that's another great line in this episode. Uh, that's a good a, line. There's a ton of them. To be fair, I don't like you're yelling out of a moving vehicle. I can I can honestly understand if Ned heard the word shirt and not short because it's yeah. a one letter difference. Yep, so, uh, that's so fantastic. Absolutely great. And uh, then Abe tells some kids now surrounded by the tree the story. No, no you, you missed you missed a part. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. So they're driving back into Springfield and there's a giant arch that says, welcome to Springfield. <laughs> and apparently the tree can't fit underneath it and they ram it. And then they, then you hear basically they, it fades they were just to black. Up. Yeah. Well, it fades to black as they're backing up. You hear the, hear it up. And obviously we cut to the next scene and we see a half destroyed tree. <laughs> I do like the fact as they're driving away, the tow truck man and, and Shelby are like shaking their fists. Shake He's harder, like, boy. boy. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, shaking your fist harder is going to make him come back with the lemon tree. Yep. And so now Abe is around around with some other kids yep. and uh, telling the story of how they got the tree back. And uh, how would Abe know? I mean, I guess they probably well, told, probably him, told him or. You know. Yeah, but it's Abe. You think he's really going to remember that story? He remembers a lot of stories. True or not. And then he's like, Ned, and Ned was stuck with an impound fee he could easily afford. <laughs> and uh, so Bart and Milhouse, you know, are listening to Abe kind of off to the side. And Milhouse yep. asks Bart if he wants lemonade. And Bart says yes. And Milhouse squeezes a drop of lemon juice from a lemon and uh, fills the Bart with uh, or fills the thing with sugar. And say when, say when. <laughs> which is exactly how you make lemonade. No, no, no. We'll get to that in a minute. I'll tell you guys yeah. how to make some lemon tree lemonade. But yes. we first have the Shelbyville version of this of this story. And it's another old crotchety yeah. old man sitting on a yeah. stump. He's yeah. like, and with that, the mighty cheer went up from the heroes of Shelbyville. They had banished that awful lemon tree forever because it was haunted. <laughs> now let's all celebrate with a cool glass of turnip juice. And like you see him squeezing turnip, which no, that no, oh, cool. I don't know if you've ever seen a turnip, but yeah, mm. you ain't squeezing anything out of a turnip. No, I, I love this episode. Uh, it's five. Everything's coming out. Millhouse. The jokes are great. The the scenery is great. Uh, all the lot. Like there's so many great lines in this episode. Uh, it's just, it's fantastic. And it's, it is an A story, kind of with a. I mean, even the 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 whole the the parents part of finding the kids is part of that A story. Yep. So like it all fits together. It's it's nice and cohesive. Honestly, I don't really think 
there's too much to like really even nitpick. No, yeah. this is a Almost. spot on episode. I think like, I, I, I know like, uh, Marge took Bart literally about him teaching kids and then Homer's like, Oh, he's going to be a tutor, but that's like a Homer thing to, to do. And yep. it's just, I, I love this episode. Um, I, I, stupider like a fox two plus two equals five uh, it's it's great i mean yes what 10 year old boy would want to pass up wet cement I, I i feel like i feel like if i was a 10 year old and i either saw a safe full of jewels or a guy in a flying motorcycle i feel like i would pass that up but like the callbacks from the beginning of the episode to the back half of the episode works so wonderfully. Yeah. Cause you got the Roman numerals. You got the, the professor Frank motorcycle, the wet cement. I mean, the daydreams are fantastic. It's, it's a five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Yep. Absolutely. Five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse for me. I, I, I don't know. I know my brother likes that, that the Fox line, but dude, oh, dude, I love it, man. Seven, <laughs> the number two, Rocky two plus Rocky V E equals Rocky five or out Rocky seven Adrian's revenge. Just great. And it, I, just, Oh my God. I love, dude. I knew that was coming. And I was yeah. like, as soon as he got into that tiger pit, I'm like, fuck yes. Oh, absolutely love it. Cause I do that. I think I do that almost every time I see Roman numerals. Oh, uh, cause dude, I absolutely love it. But yeah, from start to finish, this episode is just amazing. Like it was so well put together and I mean, nothing, nothing else to say. Five, everything's coming up, Millhouse. Um, so uh, first, before we get to a character profile, I promised you guys the lemon tree lemonade uh, recipe. Okay. So, so in this book, so if you guys oh, wait, don't, can I make a guess first before you tell no. us? No, please. Maybe. Okay. Is it one one drop from a lemon <laughs> and the rest of sugar? Co- close. So oh. <laughs> this book, if you guys don't know, I'll post it on. Uh, I'll post it on our uh, Instagram feed, which I'll give you later. But this book, the unofficial Simpsons cookbook from Krusty Burgers to Marge's Pretzels, famous recipes from your favorite cartoon family, uh, written by uh, Laurel Randolph. Uh, Definitely pick this book up. I got it on uh, Amazon for like half off. I've already made I've already made slushies. I've already made uh, Homer's uh, waffles, moon waffles. Ooh. With caramel syrup, dude, fantastic. I highly recommend buying this book. And like I said, I'll post it on our Instagram and Facebook feeds. Okay. Uh, but but this one right here, the Lemon Tree Lemonade, uh, you can make a lemonade like Bart and Millhouse. Make it a squeeze of lemon topped off with a huge amount of sugar. But unless you want to chew your drink, <laughs> add some water for a refreshing summertime beverage that's a million times better than turnip juice. So uh, this recipe serves six. Uh, one cup of fresh squeezed uh, lemon juice, okay. one cup of granulated sugar, and six cups of water. Okay. Uh, so that that's right there. Add lemon juice and sugar to a medium pitcher or large liquid measuring cup. Mix sugar until dissolved. Add water and mix. And then chill in the refrigerator. And uh, I apparently lemon juice might go sour. I mean, I guess it is sour, but oh, yes. it says serve up to three days. Oh, um, so I, well, I've never there's heard... probably, there's probably, I mean, you have lemon yeah. juice, which has sour properties and then you have the sugar Yep, and that probably doesn't mix. It well probably doesn't hold well. Yeah. Yep. So cooking tips, chemistry, cooking tips for you guys. <laughs> this recipe can be sized up or down easily. 
Just yeah. keep the proportions one part juice, one part sugar, and six parts water. So if you like math, go for it. <laughs> um, and there are some recipe variations. So for a tartar, less sweet lemonade, add less sugar. Yeah. For sparkling lemonade, swap half of the water for sparkling water. Yeah. Add just before serving. For limeade, swap all or part of lemon juice for lime juice. That makes I might, sense. I might have to try that. For an oh, Arnold right. Palmer mix, mix one part lemonade and one part unsweetened iced tea. Now, yeah. this is the best one. I still have to make this one. I haven't made this yet. For a squishy-like frozen lemonade, Ooh. add one part juice, okay. one part sugar, yeah. two parts cold water, okay. and six parts ice to a blender and blend until frosty. Ooh. So... There you guys go. I'll, like I said, I'll post this on our social media, which I'll give you in a minute. But uh, awesome book. Check it out. Um, so we'll get to our character profile. And this week we got the uh, Shelby Villian Shelby. Uh, I don't know how long they thought about this name, but uh, clearly not long enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his it's life. like it's like they named him like they named their episodes. <laughs> yes, that's great. Uh, so uh, Shelby likes taunting, threatening ordering around lackeys and acting like his father. Shaykata boy. Yep. His residence, Shelbyville, his mm-hmm. hobbies, skateboarding, citrus horticulture. Mm, okay. <laughs> he likes his lemons, I guess. Yeah. Uh, best friends, six kids and a viciously mean mongrel. Yeah. <laughs> Cause no. we don't get their names. Nope. Um, well, except no, we Millhouse. Do. Millhouse. We got Millhouse. Yep. Sense of style, wears his baseball cap backwards. <laughs> yeah, he's basically the Shelbyville version of Bart. Yeah. Look at the weak little baby. You're stupid, you stupid weak baby. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys can find us on our social medias uh, on uh, Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, Facebook, Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, you can uh, find us on YouTube, type in the Simpsons did it podcast and find all of our old backlog episodes. Uh, make sure to like subscribe, follow uh, on all of our stuff. Make sure if you comment on all of our posts, I'll comment back, which is really cool. Um, next, if you'd like to tell us how our podcast is doing, you can email us. The Simpsons did it uh, pod at gmail.com. And you could give us a phone call at 612-584-0986 and listen to Jaden LeBron's voicemail message, uh, who's uh, voiced by Krusty the Clown, or his voice is Krusty the Clown. So uh, enjoy that awesome message. And if you'd like to donate to our podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash The Simpsons Did It. And donate us a duff or two, and all your proceeds will go towards uh, funding this podcast. And uh, we'll uh, mail you some merch, and we got some contests coming up for uh, the season finale. Um, so that's pretty cool. And uh, we want to get some guests on, so that helps for that and, you know, other fun things. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.